0: Hello and welcome to this week's edition of BPM Pod, the podcast where we get behind people's music. I'm your host Ashley Scrace Vendel, solo episode today. Chris is not around; Uh, he's out doing lots of cool stuff, I guess, because he's a cool guy. As you know, uh, the dynamic is I'm the boring one who knows nothing about music. He's the cool one who's off doing things and having a nice time. Chris and I met in Berlin, actually the other weekend, and it was glorious, although I'm not quite used to being up until 5am drinking and playing Shadow of the Colossus, but it was glorious, and we had a lovely time, and we've got some new energy for podcasting with a bunch of new guests, and today is the first example of that. Before we jump in though, if you do like what you hear on BPM Pod, please do give us a follow on Instagram or Facebook, that is at BPM Pod, and you can find us wherever it is you get good podcasts. So that could be uh, Spotify, Amazon, Google, uh, Apple, Music, all, of those, all the usual ones, all the big ones and the small ones. You can go to bpmpod.com to find the whole list of where you can find us or just search for BPM Pod wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. Now, today's episode, there's no blabber about things I've been listening to, things I like and so on and so forth. Instead, we're going to jump straight into an interview And uh, that's going to take up the rest of the episode. But it is wide ranging. It's pretty fun. And it's pretty Britain heavy this time. As I was joined by two members of the alternative rock band, Inspector. Chris, the vocalist, and Sean, the guitarist, joined me on the call. As a four-piece band, so Harsha on the bass and Pascal on the drums. They couldn't join, but they were definitely there in spirit and uh, mentioned a lot, as you can hear. So a little bit about the band Inspector. Uh, They first met each other in Berlin, became good friends. You'll hear about that in a bit and started jamming together after a mutual interest in late 90s and early 2000s rock. So I think Papa Roach, Linkin Park, System of a Down, so on and so forth, loads of stuff there. Um, We get into that in the interview. Uh, Spent much of the COVID pandemic sort of lockdown time writing songs and preparing demos. And now they've emerged from this with two new singles, that are out there now, called Settle Down, and another called Rebel. There are plans to release an EP later in the year, which you can hear about. Their sound can be described as groovy and punchy, yet sonically dark and atmospheric, reminiscent of bands like Tool, Rage Against the Machine, Incubus, At The Drive-In, and Deftones, among many others. They've gained a quick, growing online fan base, and they plan to Build this momentum by building a great sounding live act and playing more venues not just in Berlin but beyond. Now the intro to this is slightly weird because Chris and I had scheduled to talk and then all of a sudden we got an invite or someone asking let's say to join our call and we wonder how they even knew that we had a link. So here's what happened when I met the wonderful Band inspector. I don't know how, how he got a link to our call either, but this is going to make a great start to the
1: interview. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Sean? There he is. Hey. Wow. <laughs> Sean, oh. how's, how did you get a link to this?
2: Oh, well, is it not me doing it? Is, it? is it just you doing it?
1: No, I just wonder if no, you you're, so you're I... in the band as much as I'm in the band.
2: Because you sent the link on the picture and I thought, oh, did oh. the link off me. So <laughs> I typed it in. On the address bar, like a, Oh, man. Like a good boy.
0: L- like a yeah. caveman.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, like, I don't know if you are, it's fine. I, um, yeah, I, just, I thought everyone was doing it.
0: Well, no, you're here now.
1: <laughs> so you like, here now. Oh, well, you're here now. That's great.
0: We very rarely have two guests at the same time, so that's good. Chris isn't here, so you can make up the numbers.
2: There you know you know it is? I've had it such a busy day that I just read the messages. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, crap, we got to go do this thing and... So, <laughs>
1: Sean's is going to make sure that I'm not going to, um, that I'm not going to say anything inappropriate. (laughs) I'm sure you'll be fine. Don't worry. Usually the way it happens. We're Inspector from Berlin. Um, there are four of us in the band. Um, there's myself singing. There's Sean making amazing guitaring. There's the very talented bass player Harsha, and also uh, an even more talented drummer Pascal. Um, we're all from different parts of the world, really. So yeah, that's
0: <laughs> it. <And> two Brits.
1: Actually,
0: <laughs> there's three,
2: three. There's three Brits. German, so.
0: Three Brits. Three Brits. Wow. I I feel sorry
2: for Pascal because you know. She can. With a lot (laughs) (laughs) of the British humour that, you know, sometimes he's, I don't know, we have these kind of like sayings and and, and things and he's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) 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 We have to kind of break down, but he's gotten our humour over time.
0: I tend to find, though, like British and English humour isn't that far apart. I have this theory that that's why historically we haven't gotten on with each other, because you could never get on with people who are too similar to you, because it's still a bit dark and a bit, like, sarky, which
1: I kind of like. Yeah, I mean, uh, so Pascal now knows who Jimmy Savile and Rolf Harris is. (laughs) Great intro. (laughs) 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 Because, yeah, you know, we had to explain... You know, all, all about British culture, and, and you I started mean, like, there. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, uh, I mean, uh, you, we could have started with Ian Watkins, yeah. but we thought we won't go. We won't go that.
2: I think what far. it was, it was genuinely like Netflix had this Jimmy Savile. Document, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And obviously, you know, we we knew about about kind of the backstory, and Pascal was like very curious about who this this guy is, and uh, yeah, once we sent him the link to the to the clip, he, he never looked back.
1: <laughs> he was like this guy is fascinating man and he like tells all his friends he's like this guy yeah. have you heard about this Jimmy Savile it's like <laughs> oh, no. so, it's so bad we're just like yeah, yeah. alright yeah. well this yeah, has
0: started this has started well
1: um, yeah I know I'm sorry you actually said that we weren't going to talk about this
0: we've gone straight to paedophile celebrities instead of music
1: but you know it, it's but, like then, the UK has a lot though that's the thing like every, <laughs> every year there's a new one that's come out from the 80s and it's like uh, there is
0: unfortunately you like, know I often wonder like who's going to be next I'm like oh don't let it be like someone you know we really adore be, like
2: yeah. Boris next there's something weird like oh, but well, 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 who'd have thought it you know that would be, be expected anyway, from Boris we <laughs> digress man it, I think we just yeah generally let's get back to topic <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so inspector full <laughs> piece yeah.
2: but like, yeah, it, like the humor was it was i think with the germans as well they kind of weekly you know there's there's that kind of same similar kind of you know northern hemisphere european yeah with, same with the swedish i suppose but um but yeah uh i think i guess when we first met it was it was a different lineup wasn't it it was it was started out with i posted an ad on facebook uh because I just got to Berlin and I, I I hadn't played my guitar in a while and mm. um, sort of looking to just have a bit more of a like work life balance and get into music because of the vibrant culture here. Mm. And mm. I was like, why not just see what's going on? I posted an ad looking for just some people to jam with that were into like post punk hardcore uh, metal, but also like loads of other genres like Indian that kind of stuff. Um, just seeing what the feelers were, like, you know, if there's anyone out there that was interested in doing that stuff, because, you know, I, there was this band culture that I was starting to get to know, but I didn't know how strong it was and whether it you was know, still quite a very dance music orientated city. Mm. Uh, so like, it was cool to just immediately hear back from like Chris, I think it was first got back to me and then, and then I was a guitarist, that, uh, Dan, the former guitarist, uh, got back and I think from there we, we met up. It was actually Halloween, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, spooky Halloween night at uh, uh, this, this bar, and uh,
1: obviously it was in a bar as well. Of course, we I mean it's up. Berlin.
2: It bar, and we were all wearing black hoodies. It was like, it was like some kind of weird, cool meetup. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a budget we eyes wide shut party. Music. Yeah. Um, anyway, for so that backdrop there, and yeah, we all just sort of. Um, I think before actually we met up, uh, we were trying to like decide um, what we wanted to do, when to meet up. Uh, and I said that I, I said I, I I was kind of easy. I don't mind when. I said I was easy, like a type morning. And my mm. mate Dan wow. goes, "That's a Peep show reference. <laughs> we like peep shows, like yeah." And it was like we all hit it after Christmas. Yeah. Anyway, start. and yeah, then we peep we, show, met up. we knew exactly the kind of people we were meeting. I think. Yeah. So, like, Something weird that we just knew each other straight away. Uh,
1: and we're all alcoholics as well. So that kind of helps.
2: Well, that always helps, I guess. Well, yeah. I would say you're the more. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I, I just can't do I can't compete with, with Chris. Like, he's a good drinker, man. Um, yeah, well,
1: you know. What training? But yeah, I mean, that was it, though. We, we met in the bar and, uh, and then we were like, what are we going to do? So we went. We were like, oh, let's go to, let's at least meet up and with our instruments and see. And I was mm. like, well, I've got some songs that I've written years ago, which we could play. And then I ended up, we ended up like in, in like this practice room and I started playing guitar and singing. We didn't use any of the songs. And uh, we were like, let's just write our own, shall we? And it's like, okay. (laughs) Calm down, Chris. Your songs are crap. (laughs) You started out like so. You started out like the Ringo Star of the band. A little bit, really. Like, (laughs) it's okay. It was like, no, you're not playing guitar. I can't really play (laughs) guitar very well. I can play like four chords, but um, yeah. And then like, so then yeah. And then we had like a drummer, and then we didn't get along very well with him at all.
2: He didn't He's like us. He's
1: previous drummer, not a current drummer. Yeah, not a current drummer. No, the, the previous drummer, he didn't like us. Well, he didn't like me, I think that was a problem. <laughs> he was like, we, we recorded a, a rough track and he was like, man, you're singing, it's so flat and and horrible. And I was like, dude, you were listening to me sing. You could have told me at the time. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so we didn't get along very well. I think so then, funny uh, thing,
2: what, he, what made me kind of annoyed about him was that he... he I think at one point he asked you to try not to sing lyrics with X's in it. What? Because of the, the way that the mics pick it up. I was like, dude, I'll just expect someone to, you know, write lyrics where, without the letter X. You know. That was <laughs> yeah. when it, I, so I, I felt say like sex. the line at that point. And you couldn't say yeah, sex, Evan. Why don't you sex Couldn't say off. sex. Yeah. Couldn't say Jimmy Savile. I just didn't think he was a very good <laughs> mixer because, you know, you want to cut syllables out, but you don't want to tell the person, like, it's like going to Bob Dylan, you know, like, don't say roll in stone, say roll in tone or something. I don't uh, know. Yeah. It's just silly. It's silly. Places, really. but, uh, and with the kind of music we play, it's like, you know, like, uh, it's rough around the edges a bit anyway.
0: Uh, well, is- I was going to, so I was going to say that actually, um, because the two songs are out, so there are two songs out there now, right? Two singles, so Settle Down For and sure. Rebel, but you, you said it there pretty well. It's not that they're like rough around the edges like poorly mixed but there is this sort of raw quality to them where it kind mm. of feels like we might have just jammed this then played it through a few times and then got it kind of thing. Was was yeah. that intentional? That sort of granular <laughs> kind of feel? Are you
1: saying that they sound crap? No, not at all. <laughs> no, no, no. Not at
0: all. But they're not like no. um, they're, not just, they're not overproduced to this yeah, point. Like, it, it really sounds like I mean, almost like a live band and you've run through it a few times and exactly. you're like oh, this is good. This is what we want. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a good observation, actually. So, I mean, I think, like, um, so we had some rough recordings done, um, which were okay, and then we were like, ah, we really need to get this, like, properly recorded that we can actually put out there. And, um, you know, after searching for a a producer for quite a while, we landed on um, Mario, Studio K61, plug in that, who's, uh, who's a really great guy, and he kind of sort of got us straight away because we want to be kind of we we don't want to sound too overly polished no um and and we kind of have that 90s sort of bands influence anyway sort of like late 90s-y kind of whatever this sort of influence from that and i think we didn't want to get too polished but yeah so yeah so it's kind of a good observation that you got because yeah we we, we, we i mean these are quite old songs that we're recording now so we've played them played the heck out of them really mm. But um, obviously, as as we briefly mentioned, like we had another guitarist um, who moved to Sweden, so we were, like we had two guitarists, and then suddenly we just had Sean on guitar. So Sean had to suddenly go like, oh man, how am I gonna make two guitars out of one guitar? Which <laughs> yeah. actually he's done really well. So he's managed it, which is it's, uh, it just goes to show that he's a, a great musician, obviously. But um, yeah, it's it's. It's, uh, it's sort of this thing. We, so we go in the studio. This is our little routine. We go in the studio on a Saturday. We record everything on wow. that Saturday. Wow. And then on the Sunday, Mario, our producer is back in the studio and he's now mixing, mastering and doing everything. And then like. By Wednesday, he's gone like, ah, oh, here's the file to upload to Spotify or whatever, and and uh, enjoy. And it's like, yeah, so it's a really quick recording process. Why, like,
0: why, why that routine? What sort of kicked that off? Was it just limited time or energy, or did you just think, no, actually, we've got some momentum
2: and we just do it all at once? I think it's a good question because, like, it's kind of a mix of stuff, really. Because, like, it, it's kind of us getting our shit together slowly as a band. Are it's we game. allowed to spare on this? Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, shit. So <laughs> yeah, much, like, already. So, anyway, I'm not sorry. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, I think we were trying to like just things have been open up again, obviously, because of like the coronavirus and all that sort of stuff. So, it kind of just said we said to ourselves, right, we've been doing this fair bit now, doing like white songs and, and, and sort of jamming out jamming all the time in like the one room Mm. and not really being able to like get feedback you know like instant feedback so i think we were just trying to like slowly become a proper band and actually release things one by one so that we can kind of stage our kind of entrance into this industry basically Mm. so we sort of just took the time to like really make sure that the first track settled down was, was was done properly and uh that we could celebrate you know having a single out that was done the way we wanted it to be. Uh, and I think it was just as our confidence has grown, like you know, we've, we're on our, recording our third trap now. And uh, we've plans to, you know, bring out an EP hopefully later in the year. Um, I think we just got into our stride a bit now and just got more confident. Mm. What would you say, Chris?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, that's it. I mean, we did kind of fall into a bit of a routine with Mario as well, because I guess like with the uh, producer, he kind of, um, he kind of got us and what sort of sound we wanted anyway. So mm. it was more, it was really easy with him. It, it just felt like a total natural thing. And then it was just like, we, get, we just got into this routine with like, um with obviously we were settled down and uh, what other song is it? I can't even remember. Rebel. Um, Rebel. Yeah, with Rebel. Um, So it was kind of like bang, bang, bang. And it was, it was, really really kind of just a routine and then we as, as sean just said we've just recorded a new song brave and it was exactly the same process so um yeah so yeah it's it's we're kind of used to it recording like this like get everything done in a day because then once everything's recorded in the day we can go off and drink and do whatever and <laughs> get it all done over and done with Good.
0: In terms of the sound you're going for, what are some of your inspirations or influences? What are you
1: drawing from? Hmm. Well, for me, I think, like, uh, I have a lot of influences. I'm into so many different sorts of music. I think, like, um, but I think maybe I really love Kill, Such Engage. So, um, Couldn't tell by the, the T-shirt or anything. <laughs> in t-shirt, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like, uh, yeah, so, like, uh, both, both singers, um, you know, Jesse and Howard great singers so they're really kind of they bring out when i'm singing a bit heavy i always picture them so this is really cool and also um billy talent as mm. well i think um are, are big influences and um who are, just in my style of singing i guess and also um perfect circle tool that kind of thing um and i think our drummer he's really into kind of um, papa roach wow and, um, okay yeah, he, he loves new metal race. kind of arc. like he loves it, man. He's like he's a big fan, um, and he's also a big fan of hip hop as well. Um, he loves his Falco and <laughs> all this kind wow. of thing. Um, and I, our bass player is—he's—he's—he's he's, he's, he's into lots of music. Uh, he's the oldest, so he's probably still into music from when he was I born. Think me in the and Master have kind of
2: <clears throat> similar taste, I think, because I'm not so into like the heavy heavy bands, but. I do still like heavy music, of course. Um, mm. There's always like a more delicate side to what I like, or like there's more like, kind of like Deftones, um, mm. for that reason, because they have this kind of, like Chino's voice is really soothing, quite feminine. But mm. well, there's is against like quite hardcore, kind of heavy sounding riffs and stuff like that. Obviously, I have a quirky band like Radiohead and um, like cool like indie bands. Uh, I like, I'm I personally into like a post punk, like especially like the 80s stuff, uh, mm, mm. as well as the 90s uh, kind of sound. How old are you both? Actually, just quickly,
1: <laughs> never ask a lady, oh, la- yeah, her yeah, age. Well, <laughs> definitely one of them. But <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so I'm, I'm, that's a good question. I always forget how old I am. Same. Um, and my, my girlfriend's going to kill... My girlfriend's like in the next room. She's like, man, she, I bet she's... I, I forgotten how old I am. So
2: you're I plus... Like, I, you're I'm plus, no plus 35. Kid. I'm 35. Yeah, I'm 33
1: this now this year. But it's plus...
0: You must be plus 30 because that's when you start forgetting yeah, how I old, old care you are anymore. It's like, it's like, yeah, oh, I don't give a oh, well,
1: It's like, it's like, oh, no one's giving me great birthday presents no, anymore. No, exactly. Like, like, not when you were a kid, when you got like wicked cool birthday presents. And now I'm just like, well, I just got this... Bloody stuff, and that's it. And but, people but, give you less and less birthday presents the older you get. Yeah, people no don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, no no one really cares. cares. My, my girlfriend family. gives me great birthday presents, but like that's about it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I don't much
1: care about my birthday anymore either. So
0: it doesn't yeah. really matter.
2: Just <laughs> go out to a bar and get and get the one thing i pissed. do like though on a birthday is to not have to work on the birthday. Oh, that's
0: the so, same so, as my wife. I'm not like that. It doesn't bother You're me. Right, do you like,
2: book your birthday off? I mean, I mean, if this is full-time thing because this is part-time. Thing, you
0: know. But then the reason I asked about age was because it, I sensed you were both in your thirties and it just like yeah. when you would say in the bands you like and stuff you draw influence from, I always find it kind of funny how much of the sort of late nineties, early two thousands music still sticks with people of our sort of age. Like
1: yeah,
0: Lincoln Park, best. Papa Roach. And then you've <laughs> got stuff like Green Day, Blink-182, yeah. Sum 41, if you want that skatery kind of punky feel. And then I was really into
1: Feeder a lot
0: in the 90s, but no one really knows them. Um,
1: Feeder were following us, I think, on Instagram. Wow, really? I don't know why. Well,
0: why not? (laughs) So I was really into them, and then Stereophonics a bit later, stuff like that. But it's really funny, all of this sort of... Now we're going into sort of soft rock there, but Mm. what is it about that sort of late 90s, early 2000s, new metal,
1: hard rock phase that sticks around? Because it's kind of coming back now as well. Yeah. Sound. I mean, that's it. Like, you know, like the thing about that kind of genre, I guess if you were looking at the new metal style, that was kind of, it was new, um, yeah. obviously. And, and, and I think people were getting bored of this, especially in the 90s. You had so much, so many boy bands. Uh, like taking over and like you know, like NSYNC take that whatever. Um, and whatever. And I think people are just getting a bit bored of that. And then and then you suddenly you have bands like Slipknot and it's mm, like yeah. what the like it hit like hitting the charts and it's like this is this is fucking mental. Like this is the loudest band I've heard. And then yeah. from that I guess like you you just kind of discover all this great music and and then. And it kind of sticks with you because it, I guess when you were our age, like, I guess when you were well, we back then, like 13, 10 like this, when to you're, early teens. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, you're, you're discovering music kind of for the first time, really kind of getting into it and making mm-hmm. your own decisions about music and the style that you want to listen to. Like, there's no way my parents would be listening to Slipknot. <laughs> but, um, you know, I didn't get that from them. So, you know, it's sort of like, ah, this is my discovery. And I guess when you listen to it, you're taking back you know, you're like yeah. going, ah, yeah. maybe. I remember the first time I heard Wait and Bleed, or yeah. I, you know, and it's like, you know, and it's such. It, it was such a cool era because there was so much great music then. I, think I mean, there still is now. It's just difficult to find
2: it in a way. Hmm. Especially because like, around the late 90s, early 2000s, like a lot of bands that were coming up in the early 90s, like really like rose to status. Yeah. Sort of, and then kind of people stood on the shoulders of those giants, you know, like Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, of TV, course. And, and obviously the, the grunge bands and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and yeah, I think it just still kind of like, a really like fruitful kind of music that people hung on to. Because since then, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think we, we're we still up to date with like the current sort of yeah, yeah. music scene and, and, and all the, all the bands that have come about recently, especially obviously British bands and stuff like that. Um, but I think there was, there was a chance to like the the, the the late 90s, I think, because mm. it was kind of before the bullshit in some kind of way. I, I yeah.
0: know what you I mean. mean. Yeah. Well, it's I before mean, as well, social media existed and all of
2: this crap. And, yeah, have. exactly. Yeah.
1: Like I can remember being on MSN. Oh, Could MSN so Messenger. Yeah. Yeah, MSN Messenger and just being like, <laughs> have you heard the new blah, blah, yeah. blah. And it's and like, you'd oh send- yeah, let's download it <laughs> you'd, <laughs> you'd send
0: someone it. a song and it would take like two hours to like transfer yeah, 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 the yeah. and yeah you'd you log oh. in and out just to get people's attention if you're being really manipulative <laughs> stuff
1: like that you know I remember, that. I remember one time i joined on msn because you had like these group forums the forums that you could join and i remember like there was one called sod s.o.d. A.D. And I was like, oh, what's this? People seem to be calling here. And it was so. And they were like, oh, I love so. I love so. And I was like, what is so? Okay. Yeah. Like where I'm from, I was, you know, yeah, no one, yeah. not yeah. many people were into metal or rock or things where I'm from. So it was like, what is so? And I was like, I like, and then they were like, oh, yeah, system of a down. Oh, what? And they were like, man, you were just talking to us about music for ages and you didn't even realize what so <laughs> meant. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I feel stupid. I like that album, Toxicity.
0: because even though I do, in my own music I don't necessarily channel these influences but they do stick with me still and mm. I still remember the first like music I actually went out and bought this is so embarrassing now but it was Limp Bizkit and then I bought Man, don't knock the biscuit and then I bought Food Fighters <laughs> all my life a little bit later as well um, and came home cool and put on I mean,
2: yeah.
0: and well I put that on as loud as possible and I remember my dad was just kind of like what is this shit like, this is fucking awful. <laughs> um, but he's sort of, not Limp Bizkit, but as we've sort of gone along, he's sort of reassessed 90s music, especially towards the end of the 90s. Mm. And he's been like, actually, it wasn't that bad. Like, it wasn't yeah, as bad I as I the, remember it.
2: Like, oh, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. We, we kind of wish this stuff was around now. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, and every generation, like the next generation, yeah, equally as clueless about what's going on. And yeah. For me, I, I, like, or for us, like, I find it's a it's a good thing to try and understand the new like the new wave of artists, you know, like the Billie Eilishes and all that kind of stuff, because mm. it mm. is different to the sort of purist kind of category notion of like your rock, your hip hop, and back back in the day, it was like you were either like the rockers or the, the, mm. the stuff like Grunges that.
1: and chavs. Was it? Was yeah, it, yeah Grunges Grunges and, and chavs. chavs. Like, the,
2: the, but the thing is,
1: most of my mates were chavs, and they kind of. They kind of looked after me as, because I was, a, I, I mean, I had a few friends in school that were like kind of, kind of like the grungers with the baggy yeah. jeans and yeah. the skateboarding and things going on. Uh, but like, I was also friends with like the, the Chavs as well with their, like, I don't know, their Nikes or whatever they, whatever it is. But, um
2: and they listened to whatever they listened to. I didn't One listen, album that I think that, that helped uh, bring people together in, in that sense was an album by The Streets original uh, part too. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, more yeah. than uh, that, you could relate to like life, uh, British life, I
0: guess. Uh, yeah, that and, uh, and there were a few Britpop sort of ones that I remember everyone would listen to actually, yeah. regardless of who they were as well. observe yeah, uh, yeah. a- and Oasis, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And stuff.
1: Sure, man. I mean, if it wasn't for Oasis, like, I don't think that I would have been even in music. I, I always remember, because I'm a massive Oasis fan and I, I am, remember- but a late I never
0: was. Uh, uh, like, I never see. was. And then I've sort of gone back and been like, actually, this is good. Like, why didn't yeah, I appreciate yeah, man, this? they had some fantastic,
2: fantastic records. Because I still think, obviously, they, they're, they're fucking great. In yeah. In terms of the uh, like the charisma, man. You know, I, I yeah. can't fault Liam for his charisma. Exactly. No. Yeah, and that's or, the thing. Like, how much you, you think this is you are for dickhead or whatever. But, you know... Yeah. He's, He's a legend. All, I love him. Time, so love him. Yeah.
1: But the thing is, that's how I got into music because of Oasis because I think like, my sister had this, I get, I think it was What's the Story Morning Glory. Yeah. And um, I guess it wasn't her CD. I think she must have split up with a boyfriend or something because I found it in the bin and mm-hmm. I was like, and I didn't even have a CD player at the time and I'd never really seen CD before. And mm-hmm. I was like, what is this? I was quite young. And I was like, what is this? Oh, this seems cool. So I kind of, Looked at it, I was like, Oasis, cool. And then I, uh, I was like, how do I make this play? And I, <laughs> I was like, the only thing that I have that puts discs in is my PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. So I went over to my PlayStation 1, I was like, I'm going to chuck it in there. And it actually played. Yeah. And then I was like, ah, oh, it works. And then I was like, ah, oh, and this music rocks. Like, it had some great, oh, like, yeah. What's the Story Morning Glory? Oh, had some yeah. great music on. That, I mean, I the like, first,
0: the opening of What's the Story Morning Glory, I was not very old when this came out. Like, six, seven? Yeah, wasn't yeah, very yeah, old. Yeah. And I remember listening to it, but the intro, just the first like 20, 30 seconds, all that radio and oh, helicopters and stuff. And then the guitar, do, 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 That would come in. It scared the shit out of me, though. When I was I a kid, it. I
2: was I like, what the it. hell is this? But, well, oh, man. Like definitely vibe to it. So it? cool. And Jimmy Page kind of like, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I just yeah. remember sitting there. The influences still but in this kind of easygoing kind of song. Like, they just made it sound so easy. Like, yeah. Yeah, uh, just I don't know how to do it. It's like, yeah. Got it was up. amazing,
1: man. That record's so great. And and eventually, my parents were like, man, you've got to stop listening to music in your. We've got one CD, and you're listening <laughs> to it all the time in your PlayStation. Luckily, my parents were like, look, we're just gonna buy you like this CD player, and you can listen to this one CD in your CD player. And I was like, okay, it's even louder now. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. I was like blasting just Watson Story Morning Glory out permanently yeah. and then luckily I did because that really got me into music and playing guitar and just and what a fucking stuff. good album really like- yeah it's one of the best I mean if it wasn't for that album I wouldn't I, I know for a fact I would not be even remotely interested in music if I, if my sister hadn't split up with her boyfriend <laughs> this is my story that I think she had and chucked that CD in the bin for me to discover I would probably be not interested in music
0: About you sean but that's an interesting question while we're on it actually like the first sort of album or song that you can remember really got you into music can you remember what yours was sean anything oh. that really connected with you when you thought ah oh, this is cool. hey,
2: play the obvious Nirvana, never mind I mean, ah yeah of i course. will i will just skirt around that because obviously it's that's quite cliche but obviously that was like, like even my mother had that album it's like everyone yeah. had it it's mad but i think for me like i have an older brother that he likes a lot of dance music as well so um i remember listening to the Prodigy's fat of the land yeah because of the blend of like there was there was some crunchy guitars in there as well as like the thumpy kind of techno kind of what industrial vibe going on and i remember listening to that like i think it was probably, i guess it was like smack a bitch or um firestarter even like you know, I'd have been like nine years mm-hmm. old. I was probably watching like MTV or vh one and Keith Finch just doing all this fire starts. Yeah, 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 It's, it's fucking cool. Um, yeah. Um, that was a big standout uh, band. Um, what else? So I guess uh, First Rage Against some Machine album. Mm. Huge influence on me. Like, I mean, Tom Morello's like an amazing guitarist. and Obviously very influential in terms of... Uh, is unorthodox style, I suppose. Mm, mm. And I think to this day, it's an album that like makes you curious about what a guitar can do, like an electric guitar. It's not mm. just about doing the cheesy sort of 80s solo. Um, although I, I'm guilty of doing it once or twice in certain songs, I think the aim is to not be like this sort of, kind of crazy, Van halen kind of... Thing, but mm. you know, just mm-hmm. actually, actually what's what's true about song because you know like Nirvana you know, like the, the, the chorus just smells like teen spirit or, or like solo is just him playing what he sings in that same I don't just like that and that's a hit because it just sonically sounded amazing you know? you mm-hmm. don't need to be you know an academic in, in, of any kind really we, we're all kind of like we're just finding our feet together and we've managed to somehow pull off songs. So mm. it's like, it can be done. Yeah.
0: What first, yeah. so that's, that's what first sort of got you into the enjoyment of music, but while we're sort of reflecting on childhood and stuff like that, when, where did you both sort of get into music as a sort of hobby or profession, really? Like what, what sort of kicked you off there? Was it an instrument bought for you or lessons or?
2: Um, I mean, I remember like when I picked up the guitar, was like, uh, it's funny. I, I've mentioned this to Chris actually. There's a uh, uh, my music teacher <clears throat> when I was in like year nine at school. The teacher I had for music was actually a former drummer in a band called mm-hmm. uh, Ned's Atomic Dustbin. Uh, his name. Year, Dan, hold on,
0: uh, year nine, by the way, because neither no, one's going to
2: understand that. What yeah, are you? Early in that, teens. Ninth grade. In yeah. America, yeah, it's like tw- thirteen. Yeah, yeah like 30. But Ned's
1: Atomic Dustbin as well are also. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. I don't know them. Never heard of them. Man, okay. look Talked at, at this dustbin. That Talked was Sean's now. music teacher and you're going to go, what? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, and yeah, it was good because I remember like when I was like getting really annoyed with like just playing the triangle at music or playing terrible piano or flute and then just seeing a guitar and being like, I wonder if I can try this. And, um, yeah, the teacher I had at the time was drumming drummer in this band. It was also it was a down period for the band but he was doing a reunion uh, with the band mm. and he was like i'll check this out and it was like a picture of like q magazine like centerfold where he's like doing a sort of you know the photo shoot with the band and, and, and an interview segment on it. and i was just like blown away like that this was my music teacher's like what <laughs> you know <laughs> you're, you're like this cool rock star guy i want to be like you I mean, not in that sense, but like I just kind of really was taken aback in the moment. And, yeah. Or, you know, I was like, can you teach me the G scale or something on the guitar? And it just kind of went from there. Yeah. And all oh, that lessons at school, like for that first, for that first year, but then mostly self taught after. Um, so that's how it kind of started with me, I suppose. And it kept me out of trouble.
1: Mm. Uh,
2: kept me out of fights. And then,
1: yeah. 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 What were you, Chris? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I never had a teacher who was in a famous band like Ned's Atomic Dustbin, unfortunately, which would have been yeah, they were, like, cool. They were and yeah, they, Ned's Atomic Dustbin are awesome. They, uh, maybe there'll be a revival. But um, uh, I mean, for me, I was, it was, it was, it was really kind of like, um, I don't know, I, I was never really very academic, I guess. Like, I, I liked, school purely because I could see my friends who were musicians and stuff. And, mm. and when I was young, um, we, we I met up with a met, I had a friend, and he met, he had a friend and it was like, we were all kind of, we, we formed this band randomly, um, as, as young 13, 14 year olds. And, and, um, purely because I had a music teacher called Mr. Rock which wow. is a great name for a music teacher. His name was Mr. Rock and uh, he was a great thing. And, um, and yeah, we just sort of started like meeting up and, um, and making like different sorts of music. No one really knew what we were doing. And then my friend joined a band, but uh, they didn't really have a singer. And then I was... I was like, oh, well, I'll be the singer. and I couldn't sing at all at this point. My balls were just about dropping. And so I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. sounding like a crazy Like a dolphin. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like totally mad. Uh, couldn't sing in key at all and had no experience, but I did it anyway. And, 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 and we, we, we kind of played school, school disco. And I think we got unplugged because we played rage against the machine. And we were like, fuck you. I won't do what you tell yeah, me. And yeah, then yeah. the teachers were like, Oh, how do, we, how do we
2: stop this? <laughs> and that
1: happened. And like, um, yeah, so it was like with some good friends, um, you know, we kind of played gigs outside of um, outside of our school. And we, we were probably a bit too young to play in some of the clubs that we were playing in at the time, um, which is cool. And then actually the guitarist who was in my band ended up being in um, uh, another band who I'm quite friendly with called Death Havana and uh, who are great if you go go and check them out. They're, they're doing well. But um, yeah, so he started doing that. And and I was quite alone in music for quite a while, actually. I just started picking up the guitar and not being able to play very well, but writing lyrics and then joined my brother in a band. Uh, he's a drummer uh, and he was always in bands. So I joined his band as a singer and then I moved to Ireland and then I became another solo guitarist and... Mm. And then moved to Berlin. Luckily, Sean wrote on that Facebook post saying, Oh, I'm looking for people. And I was like, I'm a person. <laughs> I don't can want do some music. I don't know why Sean all of a sudden sounded like an eight-year-old boy, yeah. but you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how I expected him to sound when he was writing the post. <laughs>
2: please be my friend please be <laughs> my friend
1: well, yeah, it's the whole in between <laughs> us kind of sound I guess but um, yeah so we, we were like ah yeah and then obviously now here we are now here you are, are. <laughs> so what's coming so you said you played a few
0: gigs you managed to play a few do you have any more mm. of them on the horizon I mean you've you you've sort of not have a luxury but you have sort of formed during a time when not really anyone was out playing so I guess yeah. now it doesn't really feel like you missed out all that much no, we of. didn't
1: miss out all that much but it is fucking difficult um if if uh, I mean we're not super well known like we have we have our followers apparently we're like our we we have some listeners in Japan so I think we can get some good good um meetings out there good gigs out there but yeah I mean like at the moment it's kind of like um we we it's difficult it's it's hard mm-hmm. for our our sort of music to get gigs because in Berlin, it's techno or it's kind of hardcore punk. Yeah, and we're neither of those things. Yep. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I mean, we, we play punk occasionally, like, really but we're starts, not like yeah. a whole set of punk. Why did you start a band here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, there it's are like, band, it's but like, you know that there are different and quirky. I think it's just I think trying to evolve the scene a bit, which with the guitar band scene, because mm. mm. like, it is just like. I think if you if you do, you know what I mean? If so you do the same thing over and over, like you just sort of blend in a bit. And mm, mm. Just felt like, you know, let's just do what we love. This mm. be quite different than what anyone else is doing. Even though it's kind of like this old metal, all rock revival mixed with a bit of stuff along the way. So I don't know. I think we just generally like, we try to get gigs, but it's things, are, because things are now open it's just
0: so competitive now. yeah the competition yeah. now has been the competition has been on pause for a while right so now everyone's going crazy yeah, it's, oh. like, it's like um, yeah, everyone's
1: playing catch up
0: you know? yeah and you know don't blame them either right I mean some of these people have got to pay rent with what they do yeah, so you yeah. know for sure that's a- it
1: it's it's kind of difficult to find an actual to find to find gigs in Berlin. So we're kind of looking further afield. Like we, like I have friends in the UK who are like, ah, oh, come and play. It's like, ah, oh man, go go to the UK to do a little tour or whatever. Yeah. It's uh, it's be really fun. But um, yeah, I mean, Berlin is very difficult, especially with our sound that's not really
2: well defined. We're definitely not. I don't know. We're mm-hmm. of, I mean, we knew it was all kind of, yeah, we're still trying to find our feet, I suppose, with how our sound should be. But I think we're just comfortable with the idea of, like, just <clears throat> learning as we go, as we are. Mm. and um, Slowly but surely, getting a fan base along the way, you know, kind of grassroots, stick it out, kind of. Mm. Uh, I feel like the gigs will come uh, in time. Uh, but Yeah, we, we, I think we have one lined up in August, possibly. Um,
1: is it the spare
2: one? I have no idea. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> <laughs> the singer in the band, and he's like, yeah, "I don't know, just, <laughs> I don't know, man." I like, uh, so I really hate recording, and I really hate organizing anything. I just want to. He hates. He, he hates to give an opinion on his recording. So.
2: Yeah, yeah. What yeah, do you yeah, think I about think. Chris? Like, I don't know. What do you think? we well, like, I'm, all...
0: I'm. To be fair. I'm like that as well. I don't I don't it's, actually it, like the sound yeah.
1: of my own voice at all, so... Exactly, that's the thing as a singer, I mean...
2: It's very subjective though, isn't it? It's, it's very, very
1: different from being a guitarist, Sean, you've got to realise... I you're was that? saying i you know, <laughs> actually trying to
2: back you up a little bit along the way but, um, Because it's such a, like, yeah, it's such you you, 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 no one else sounds like you, and that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I
1: mean, like... Exactly. You're very lovely to say that. But, yeah. um... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like it, it's it's many recording for me. I hate recording. I really just hate it. Number one, because the majority of the time I'm just sitting around waiting for everyone to record their things and, and then I'm like, ah, oh, just get everything done with. And then it's like when I go in, I'm just like, I'll just belt it out and I'll do my thing. And then it's like, oh, what's it sound like? Which take was the best? I'm like, man, you decide which take is the best because I just hear my own voice. Mm-hmm. I don't hear what you're hearing. I hear what a totally different thing, I think, from what you're hearing. If you think it sounds good, you choose it. Choose the best yeah. thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I think as a singer, it's it's more important for you to get other people's opinion than it is your own. Mm. Um, like with a guitarist, you can go ah that because it's not coming out of you. You can externally hear it. I guess yeah. a bit. Yeah. That's what I don't I know. Think. I don't know how to explain you're it.
2: channeling it through an instrument. Yeah. 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 Um, but it, cause it's, it's like, it's going through these experiences the first time as well. It's just like, you know, the, the, the pros and cons and trials and errors of recording music and, and understanding like the technical side of it uh, a lot more, and, you know, um, and just, yeah, being more prepared and, 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 thinking about it with a bit more of a sort of professional head, um, is it's, it's, it's been a good learning curve for me personally, just mm. as a the pandemic it enabled me to learn how to sort of, sort of do basic production and mixes so you know I, I can try and do demos now for the band and then you know that that demo could then go to the producer and they'll probably have a bit more of a, a sense of what the sound is going to be and from there it usually gets easier then to sort of um translate what what's in our heads onto the record
1: oh say, tell me about the ep yeah, so 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 obviously we just recorded a new song called Brave, which isn't out yet, but we have um we have it finished. Mm-hmm. So that'll be out, I guess, uh in the next week or two, nice. hopefully. Um and also we have we're gonna go so we're gonna go back into the studio, have a little bit of a break. We're gonna go back in the studio, I guess, October, November time, and record like a a three three song EP. Um it'll yeah, be some are. brand new stuff. That that is a lot different, actually, from from what we've currently been recording. Um, there's actually going to be synth in one nice. of the songs, which is a whole new thing um, that we're not used to. But we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I'm not really. I, I love enter shikari, so any of sort of yeah, yeah. synth kind of sound is like I'm like,
2: oh yeah, let's go party, and um, well, in a way, like yeah. uh, it's something that I I like personally like. You know, so, just I'm trying to learn the piano. I've got one behind me. Yeah. Um, I'm terrible still, but um, Harsh is a very good piano player as well. And, Harsh uh, is a bass player, by the way. Yeah, he's very talented. He's a multi instrumentalist,
1: <laughs>
2: and we're trying to be. But yeah, anyway,
1: yeah. Harsh um, is the really, really the guy who kind of carries us. <laughs> because we'll go around his house and we'll be like, oh, let's, let's, let's um, make some backing vocals and then Harsha will just go, let's do it on the piano. And he'll go, bah, bah, bah. and it's like, how how do you, why are you so good at music? I mean, he's, <laughs> I will mention this. He is 50. Okay. And he hates me saying that. So I'm just going to say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he acts like a 21 year old. Um, but he's an, like, stupidly talented musician. So, um, we we kind of, he kind of carries us a bit. And his band
2: stories are great. Like, he's like, stories. Oh, man. I was going to say, it must be
0: nice, though, because, like, once you get above sort of 25 or so, I mean, I think we alluded to this earlier. Once you get above sort of mid 20s, kind of just feels like everyone's the same age. Like, I've got friends who are in their yeah. 60s and friends who are 25. Like, it doesn't really matter same thing. which. But it must be nice to have someone with a bit of like road experience. Must yeah, be quite a lot of fun yeah, yeah.
1: there. He's it's so good. easy. Like the thing is with Harsha, he's he's the nicest guy in the world. Number one, and obviously, and uh, I, I want to mention that he makes the best curries. He's he's um, I think he, he's from Sri Lanka, but he was he was oh, uh, wow. brought up in, in oh, the UK. Yeah. He went to Oxford University by the way, and also was in charge of the rowing machine. He was a little shouty boy at the front at the, oh, wow. of the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's in Berlin playing with you. Guys. I mean, if he was here, he would tell you some... I mean, you need to do a whole interview with Harsha because he has number, the best stories in the world about, uh, I don't know, LSD, all this sort of things. Like, hits, hits, He's hilarious. But yeah, so he's older, but he brings so much to the band. And, um, and it's so funny, like the things that he says, and, and but, but the music that he creates, like mm-hmm. he's great at guitar, he's great at bass and he's great at piano. And I, I, he hasn't, I haven't seen him behind the drum kit, but I bet he can go and he can, knock out, out he can songs, knock out a decent like, fill. easily. Yeah. Like, I don't know. He's just one of these natural musicians that everybody else is really jealous of. I hate people just, like that. hate him Yeah. I I, no. I I hate him. <laughs> but I love him, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it's like how, why? Why can you oh yeah, and then I brought a trumpet because I saw a band and I was like, Oh trumpet's great, I'm gonna learn trumpet. I didn't learn trumpet, I just have a trumpet now. But uh he was like, Oh, actually I think I'd play a bit of trumpet.
2: And was oh, like, the one that we were playing at three in the morning and Oh yeah, we played yeah.
1: it at three in the morning <laughs> on New Year's <laughs> Eve or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, but like, so harsh is like the stupidly intelligent, talented one. Also, the older one, Sean's the one who comes up with this amazing guitar. Pascal's the one who drums like a genius, sort of like a demon. Demon, like he does a double pedal, but he hasn't got a double pedal. And I'm like, how the oh, are you hitting it so many times? And he's like, oh, I have to do this technique. And I'm like, yeah, I don't understand this technique, but it sounds great. It's got the
2: legs for it, you know. It's yeah.
1: Just- <laughs> So basically, I have the easiest job. I just sing. And I just look at these guys and I go, "Mm -hmm. this sounds like a good song. I'll I'll sing over it. Chris, the freeloader at the beginning. Yeah, basically, (laughs) I am a freeloader. These guys make me look fantastic. (laughs) You should see it when we're playing live. It's mental, like...
0: People find out more about you it's time for shameless
1: self-promotion shamelessly self-promote okay well they can find us on uh, on Instagram um, I, I, I have no idea what i to... oh, <laughs> if you <yeah. it's laughs> type in inspector it comes
0: up because of the way you've spelled it like in and inspector. specter yeah, like the James so Bond the thing villain.
1: like um, so the confusing thing about our band is we're not called inspector as in like Inspector, someone no. who is up in the police force. It's like inspector, So, Spectre, as in S-P-E-C-T-R-E. Yeah. Um, as in a ghost, Spectre. Yeah. And in Spectre. so we're, we're in the ghost. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you have to, like, say, explain your band name. Or you're in, your in
0: the James name. Bond baddie group, <laughs> you know. From James Bond yeah, exactly. So team. we're like
1: inspector. Um which is quite funny because apparently there's a anime cartoon called inspector, which is why we have so many listens in Japan. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. At least they listen to us. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you can follow us on I think that's inspector, um, underscore band. And I usually uh, do some stupid, it's usually me. It's usually doing you doing some really funny videos normally involving
0: a glass of wine and not
1: knowing that the camera's there. Oh. Oh, Oh, hello. Welcome. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do this a lot. So I kind of, I don't know. I kind of just do it from... We do do pitch in with the idea of,
2: like, before he posts it, he does get our approval. Um, (laughs) Yeah.
1: I'm like, guys, can I post this? Because otherwise I could... Like
2: yeah. <laughs> I kind of like feel like you got into your stride with this.
1: Bye! And I'm usually no. I'm usually wearing I'm usually something like of, this.
2: They're usually like wearing that. some
0: sort of like kimono
1: or smoking kimono jacket or something.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. And it's kind of like, yeah, that's that's kind of falling into... Because the thing is, the I, I don't know if these guys are camera shy. I always say like, guys, come on get involved in the in the, in the the promotion stuff. We're on TikTok as well. I don't know what our TikTok name is, but you'll find it for our Instagram. No. But um, but uh, yeah, so I'm always up to this guy saying, look, it looks like I'm a one-man band. Get involved. Do some random shit. And then it's like, no one's there. Because they're all smoking weed and they're too lazy. Well, I think. Doesn't sound
2: terrible, though, to be fair. But... Well, yeah, why not? Well, I did this interview, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm multitasking. <laughs> yeah, what have you rolled
1: a joint during this interview
2: I, I had it at the start I'm just having to say <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a long day you know it's fine totally fine I, I finished work you know about We you don't promote ago.
1: drugs and inspector not,
2: not not, bad drugs no
1: not bad drugs I'm going to promote them but you know if you, you know, want um, to I mean I mean look at the Beatles they wrote shit on LSD. exactly so Exactly. they did alright
0: well thank you both of you this has been super fun and uh we won't end on any poor taste british culture uh try and teach pascal nicer things
1: as well well yeah i mean like we teach him better things okay. than uh, whatever but um, but yeah we'll uh, monty python is also and and also uh in between us and peep show these mm. things are also being taught but you have to be fully taught about yeah it. yeah
0: but thank you so much for this and uh, yeah thank you so much for taking the time to do this and just being so open and it's uh, been a lot of fun. It's
1: been great. Let's do yeah. it again. Yeah. I I enjoyed it and um yeah. even though I wasn't
0: to be here but yeah, yeah, it was great <laughs> that you were.
1: You added a yeah. lovely
0: dynamic.
2: I <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs>